Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm Sarah. I'm Derek. And we would like to welcome you to Planet Bob, where we talk about the movies and shows that made their way to our little corner of the galaxy this week. Okay, here we are for episode 58. 58, eh? The Lost Boys are back in town. still love that name. <laughs> I can't believe it took me... Like, 58 episodes. Years to come up with that. Yeah, Goddamn. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about season four of Lost again, starting at episode seven. Yeah, which was an okay one, I guess. I mean, it's 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 well acted, but not a lot happens. True, true. So basically, Sun makes a decision at the beginning of the episode, and she's changed her mind by the end. By of the, the yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so right off the hop, Derek. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the classic Lost misdirection, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, did that, how, uh, how did you like it? With the, the flash back disguised as a flash forward? Yeah, that was, it was Did good. it fuck with you until the it end? It did, yeah. I didn't realize what was going on, actually. Like, that was, it was cut together so, so well. So well, yeah, exactly. And everything fit in. It Getting did. Getting the panda for the baby, all that, right? Yeah, and the only, the only clues are very subtle. Like, his cell phone is very out of date if it's 2007. His, uh, when the guy says it's the year of the dragon... Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, unless you were Chinese, you probably yeah, exactly. wouldn't understand that. I wouldn't was... have understood that. No, that, that <laughs> like, one were, These are things that I only picked up from going to the IMDb boards and seeing people talking about it. Yeah. It's not things that most people would pick up on, which I think is hilarious and kind of great. It's super great. It's amazing that they went through that much effort to throw that in there. To make you think that Jin is an Oceanic Six. Yeah. Yes, and that's what it's all about, right, is... You think him and Sun get off the island together, and by the end of it, you realize that they don't. No. Yeah, we were talking on Facebook earlier. That's what they did with the Oceanic Six is kind of annoying. A little bit, yeah. What like, do you mean? Because they're called the Oceanic Six, but Aaron is included in that. Yeah. But he wasn't a passenger on the flight. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it's like they lead you. They're leading you on all this time. Like who? Who's the sixth? And who's the sixth a, person? Then ends up being Aaron in the crib. Yeah. <laughs> <What> a, <laughs> Okay. So sort of a letdown, a sort of a, a cheap trick, as yeah. I think we we said before. Same thing with the the flash back disguise, the flash forward. It's yeah. a cheap trick, but yeah. you know what? It it was awesome. I don't I don't feel like that one's cheap because they worked for that one. It, yeah, that's true, and they do have other flashbacks throughout the season. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that too. Yeah. There's going to be a couple more flashbacks. There's a couple more, so forward. it's not like season four is exclusively flash forwards, and they threw this one in just to steer you off. Yeah, because Ben gets a flashback in this one, and then when we get to Locke's episode, uh, episode 11, I think it is, uh, it's also going to be a flashback. It's going to go back to various points in Locke's life. Right. But we won't talk about that now, because you haven't even watched it. No. <laughs> we'll talk about that episode 59. Yeah. So, okay, well, that's... Back up to the beginning of the episode. So it starts off with Saeed Desmond on the freighter. Uh, someone had made uh, made mention of the fact that Saeed and Desmond had been away for three days. So this is their third day on the freighter. Third day on the freighter. That's a long well, time to be well, on a freighter. Their third day away from the beach. They're, they're a day and a half on the freighter. This right. Point. So, yeah, and everything is a little wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. So, yeah, God knows. <laughs> and how, Daniel makes an allusion to that later on. Yeah. So, we actually, who knows how long they've been on the freighter and from whose perspective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all a perspective. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, 
But Lapidus starts off. Lapidus goes and, and visits the boys in the in their little holding cell, and the guard is reading a book upside down. Yeah, Regina. Yeah, is that her name? Yeah, that's the one that Naomi was calling before. Ah, there you go. So, she's either illiterate and pretending to read or absolutely losing her mind. Which, obviously, we find out later on that it's sort of the latter. (laughs) Yeah. This is like, this is a sickness again, but it's different from the sickness that Mankowski had. This is more like she's losing her mind. So, like... What happened to Minkowski isn't necessarily what happens to everyone, but some people experience fucked up things from being close to the island. Oh. Yeah, so I think what... what Minkowski, that's his name? Minkowski, yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Fisher be, Stevens. Yeah, Fisher Stevens. But <laughs> that's easier. Yeah. I mean, his, his sickness was, like, temporal. Theirs is more, I think, to do with the relation to the proximity of the magnetic fields, high intensity. Yeah, it's messing with the, that. It's probably messing with the EM field of their brain. Yeah, because it's so strong, or you know, so it's supposed to be. Yeah, and the captain, the captain mentions that several people have been experiencing this kind of madness. Yes, and we see later other guys trying to abandon ship in the, in the dinghy and, and whatnot. The captain beats the crap out of them. The captain <laughs> beats the crap out of them. So, I mean, it's so making people feel so sick that they, they risk, you know, jumping ship just to get away, or as Regina does later, totally commits the Sioux. Yeah, and aside from the island, they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's nothing anywhere near. No. So, ah, man. Must suck. Must suck to be broken down. Like that. Yeah, fucking Michael. <laughs> oh. Okay, we won't get into that yet because no. that's like, that's much later. But <laughs> I don't know if this was like Jin kind of predicting the future or what, but Jin is right that they do have end up having a daughter. Yeah, good for Jin. Yeah. It's funny. It's usually the the male hopes to have a, a son. I yeah. Find, you know, like traditionally. But he very clearly but wanted he, a daughter. He thinks yeah. it's going to be a daughter. So good, good for Jin, and it does turn out to be that. So. Yeah. It's it's kind of sad, but we can't talk about it, about his situation. Yeah. Yeah. Relationship with his daughter. Okay. We'll so, get there. We'll get there. So, do you think that Jin is actually dead, or is that just part of the cover story? Because at the end of the episode, Sun does that little monologue in front of his tombstone. Yeah. yeah. And which is a very well delivered monologue oh, yeah. on on her, you know, to her credit. Yeah. You know, that was. Tugged at some heartstrings. I thought that it's, was pretty, yeah, it's pretty great. Emotionally solid. These, yeah. This is a pretty emotional group of episodes, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have watched them so hungover, kind of. I <laughs> <laughs> was lost on me a little bit, but that, that's okay. It's okay. I had a busy weekend, man. I didn't always tell you. Yeah, and I love, I think when she does that little uh, monologue, they have that awesome piano score again, which is. Um, I don't know what the actual title of that song or score, whatever you want to call it, is oh, called. Yeah. But it's like the minimalistic piano with the the strings kind of in the background, and it's very heartfelt. I it's like probably it it's probably Sun's theme. It very well could be. I don't know. It's because they all kind of have a theme that Michael Giacchino would play okay. slightly different depending on the the feel of the scene. Awesome. Well, it's very good. Very <laughs> very well done. Um. Okay, something I wanted to ask you, Dylan, because you got all the answers here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here we go. On the spot. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Um, when Desmond and... Um, who is Desmond with there right now? Saeed? That's the one. 
I don't think Michael's in the frame yet. And I don't think Lapidus. I think it's just Saeed and Des in the room. They're talking about like someone banging pipes or something in another room. Yeah. They mentioned it's not like mechanical. Someone's actually doing that. Yeah. Like, did anyone ever track down if it was like a Morse code kind of thing, or because I know that was sort of a theme in. Uh, the answer to that is in Meet Kevin Johnson. Is it? You know when the the scene where Michael's banging the ball against the wall. Oh, is that? Uh, that's that's the, that. It's making the noise. Okay, so it's just Michael doing that. Yeah, Michael's just killing time, throwing a ball against the wall. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. I mean, as far as I know, I, I, I don't think there's so. anything else that. Oh, okay, no, fair yeah. enough. That's. Yeah, I wasn't sure what the the deal was there. Thought it might have been deeper, cooler. No, no. <laughs> just bored dude with a ball. Yeah, okay. this time there is no big answer. Actually, that's. I think I think we should say that like that might be a theme throughout the the entire show is. Don't expect huge answers that you're like, oh, great. Because a lot of the time you'll be like, that's the answer? <laughs> yeah, just, just a dude bouncing a ball. Yeah. Some, it, sometimes the answers are very simple. Yeah. Most of the time they are. A lot of the time they are. A lot of the time they aren't also too, though. I mean, they set you up with so many ridiculous questions that, you know, of course, people go nuts for on the forums, right? That when it comes to something like this and they go, oh, no, it's just a bored dude with a ball. Yeah. I'm like, but it can't be. There needs to <laughs> it be, can't be a deeper that meaning. <laughs> it has to mean more. Why would they talk about it otherwise? Yeah, right? Because it is so ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. This was uh, an easy one. Gone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to know that when Sun was say asking for gin that she was very drugged. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Sarah asked me why she's asking for gin. She wasn't hop, really, hopped up on morphine or something. Yeah, she wasn't. Know. Sarah wasn't fully paying attention. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> so I, like, I don't know from experience or anything, but I've heard that childbirth can be like fairly painful. So yeah, they, they tend to dopey up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And they they just injected her. They just put something into her in drink. Her IV. And, so like, in, injected right into the old bloodstream. Yeah, and they've done that just before she started asking for Jim. Yeah, there you go. So I'm like. It was it was just her forgetting that he gone. As far as the audience knows, <laughs> he's not one of the Oceanic Six, is what matters. Yeah. He is not, but Aaron is. Um, <laughs> so, I'm not, is this the first time we hear of Whitmore's great plan to sink the the plane, the fake plane? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was sort of a revelation, right? Plans, yeah. Sorry, it's been a while since we've done one of these. I'm a little, I'm yeah. a little lost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we don't use that pun more often. Yeah, I'm surprised I, I purposely don't. <laughs> Fine, Mr. Snob. Yeah. I, try, I try to avoid using the word. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. So what do you think of that there, Derek? I mean, dude buys a plane, buys some Thailand bodies. Yeah, 318. Yeah. What was it, 315 bodies? I know, way too many. Those are the numbers, I think. Could have been. So uh, he went all out for this. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, chartered a freighter and sunk it in a trench somewhere. Yeah. Like, and then he hired another freighter to go looking for it. Yeah, <laughs> under the guise of going to look for it. So, I mean, clearly he knows what the island is, or he knows what it can do, even though we may not know what it can do yet. Yeah, he he is after it, after it hard, and it's not in this episode. I think it might be the next episode, but. He feels entitled to it. It's uh, it's episode nine. 
Ah, is it? Yeah, that's when we get the confrontation between Ben and Whitner. Excellent. Oh, yes. Okay, never mind. With his horrible eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, it's all coming back to me now. But, um, yeah, quite an elaborate plan. Just to throw people off. Just to throw the rest of the world off. So whatever, whatever he wants with the island, he doesn't want anyone else to even think about finding it. He wants it all for himself because he believes that it is his. How does yeah. he know? How did he know about the island? And that is the question you need to ask, right? Yeah, that's a season five answer. It oh, is okay. definitely. So we will get there, but it's sort of interesting, yeah. right? You know, obviously to go through all this trouble, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, how does he know about it? Has yeah. he been there before? Has he just heard of it? What's his? You know, relationship with Ben like because clearly they know each other. Yeah, yeah. He feels like Ben stole the island from him. Yeah, along with everything else that yeah. Ben has. Okay, we'll get to that because that's a better episode. Do we want to talk about Jin anymore? Jin and Sun. Sun knows that, or Jin knows that Sun cheated on him. That's that's pretty great. He took well, that pretty well, actually. Yeah, yeah. And Jin is like has shown a huge turnaround from who he was in season one. Yeah, he's. His character He's got a really good character. He does, because he goes from like this hateful, angry dude to someone who's just chill, and you know, his wife goes, yeah, I bang some other guy. He goes, all right, I'm just going to go fishing for a little bit. And he just needs I'll, to talk to I'll, Bernard uh, for a while. Yeah, I'll make dinner when I get back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> I, think, I think Bernard was part of the reason that he went back, too. The, the, the little chat out there. Yeah, yeah, they had a little heart-to-heart, which is all right. I don't know. I'd still be pretty rattled. Maybe that's just me, though. <laughs> still with some other dude. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah was pretty upset that Juliet brought up the affair in order to stop Sarah. Yeah, she, like, she has to. Yeah, yeah that, that's, her, that's the last hard. card she has to play. Yeah. You know, ratted her out. That's actually what I wrote down. Yeah. Ratted her out. And that's it's like a pretty dirty thing to do, but yeah. it kept her from leaving, and that's important. It was important yeah. to Juliet. But because, you know what? Because we know that Juliet's not lying, but Sun doesn't. And trust that. That's yeah. what happens when you set every character up to be like terrible. Yeah. That nobody trusts anybody, <laughs> so you can make them like go either way with it takes, any decision. Like, one little thing to, to make people distrust each other. Yeah. Because yeah. then Juliet sits down, gives her a little heart to heart, and all of a sudden it's okay, I trust you now. And the next episode, it's going to be like, yeah, but remember when she did all this other stuff? Should we really be trusting yeah. her? And then they go off and do something else. So, uh, yeah, there's no consistency when everyone's terrible. Well, I mean, the consistent <laughs> thing is that nobody trusts anybody. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is, I guess. That's true, actually, yeah. So it's great from a writing perspective because you, you have enough ammunition on either side of any major decision to make any character fall on one side or the other, which is super helpful, right? Yeah. Because nothing is not believable or like out of character except maybe Hurley if Hurley was being like deceitful or whatever yeah and he was but he felt bad about it right after yeah <laughs> you know so there's very few characters that have that you know they're solidified on one side of, of the divide hey. I did note that uh, the people on the freighter including the captain seemed to believe the that Widmore is actually looking for the plane because the captain brings out the flight recorder acting like it's real we know for a fact it can't be. Yeah. Yeah. And Frank seems to think that Widmore is on board with whatever Frank believes. Frank believes it's all a conspiracy and... 
And he thinks he, that Widmore believes it and that's why he brought he, him on the mission. Yeah, he doesn't realize that Widmore has engineered the entire conspiracy. <laughs> and that Frank is probably going to get murdered by Widmore at the end of this. Oh, <laughs> definitely. All of their days are numbered. You've been to the island. You know where it is. I can't let you live. Yeah. I love all the soldier dudes on that ship, and everyone's like, no, they're just security, man. Yeah, who believes that Kimi's a fucking security man? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, maybe they have to worry about, like, Somalian pirates or something, like Captain Phillips or whatever, but I, I don't know, man. It's pretty far out for Somalian pirates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fiji pirates, whatever. <laughs> Some kind of pirates. <laughs> Some sort of pirate. Oh, the other side of Indonesia. Yeah, that's the one. So yeah, that's just a lot of a lot of firepower. They had rocket launchers and everything. Like, yeah. God damn, man. <laughs> Serious hardware. Uh, I have a note here. Fucking Michael is back and he's Ben's inside man. Yeah, it's just trying to black that out of my memory. And then my first note for the, the next episode is just fucking Michael. <laughs> yeah, my first note is can we just skip this one? <laughs> Sorry. There's some interesting stuff in here, though. You know what? There is. I especially like the montage of him trying to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah that, that he can't. Well, it pissed me off that he can't. That's when I opened another beer and, and got more and more frustrated, going, man, will you just shut her down, you know? But he he won't. Jacob won't let him. Not even Jacob. I think it's I think it's bigger than Jacob. Yeah. It's, I think this one's beyond Jacob. Who's above Jacob? The island? The spirit of the island? Yeah. The Holy Ghost? Whatever you want to call it. (laughs) The thing that you and I know exists, but Derek doesn't. It's going to be great. It has a really dumb name. Does it? It's accurate, but it's dumb. Oh. Yeah. So, yes. Michael is fated to do more and cannot die. Wouldn't that be nice? I feel like I'm fated to do more. Let me just (laughs) walk out in traffic. But then how do you know? Dude, I know. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Like you, you, you can't know. No, you yeah. have to have some big fat dude come up and tell you. Yeah. The island's not done with you yet, Michael. Yeah. How does Tom know that? Someone told him. Yeah. So I don't know. This. this oh, I have a note here about. Um, we we finally find out why uh, Tom is not Kate's type. Yeah, yeah we yeah. find it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now there were some hints of that, right? Previously, that uh, Tom is gay. I don't think not really. No? Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I just remembered that he was from when I'd watched this like years back. It might just be because he's not like I don't know if you know the actor or not, but he's playing a very a very different character than he usually does. He's usually like a really gruff he's usually more like Mr. Friendly, the guy he was pretending to be. Okay. Than the guy who he, who he really he is. really is. Fair enough, fair enough. And he looked to be living the life up in his little penthouse suite there or whatever. Yeah. With his boyfriend, yeah. Yeah. So that's Good, good for Tom. Good for Tom, yeah. <laughs> Congrats, man. Um, oh, yeah, so I, I do have a note here that, you know, Michael says, well, Michael says that he's on the freighter to die. But subtext of that is he's there to sort of redeem what he's done against the Losties, right, to help help out. Yeah. But I'm thinking you, your character was already broken when you landed on the island. The you being on the island was supposed to be like your redemption. And you cocked that all up <laughs> when you left and murdered people. <laughs> so like, now you're back to redeem what was supposed to be your redemption? I think in his mind he's doing it for Walt. Because the whole thing is that he, he goes back because because of what he did. Like, telling Walt. 
he basically put all this shit on Walt, and now the others are like, you gotta make up for this. Man, his character is just the worst. Yeah. It's like, it's not surprising that your son doesn't want to see you when you tell him that you murdered two people to, to just, rescue him. Just to yeah. save him, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what made him think that Walt would be okay with that. Yeah. Like, that, you're just sharing guilt at that point. Yeah, you're just putting like, that on a kid. Yeah. I don't know about you, but if I murdered two people, like I would take that to my grave. Yeah, I got uh, I got no comment on that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never murdered anybody, so I don't know what that's like to to carry with you. But it's, I don't know. Not something I would just casually talk about with my kid. Probably. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't think anyway, right? I made a note here that at least Miles doesn't have to hold the grenade in his mouth anymore when they, when they bring him to the house. I wonder how big long, meeting. wonder how long he held that grenade. I forgot about that last His episode. jaw's got to be fucking sore, though. Yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. That was pretty hardcore. Yeah. But he lived. That's, that's good. Good for Miles. Yeah, Miles is going to do okay for a while. I have a note here that Ben mentions the temple again. Yeah. And we see the map. Yeah, where I, is. Uh, I made a note that despite the symbol, the temple is not a Dharma station. Hmm. It's just a place. Landmark. Or yeah. Whatever you want to call it's it. It's a place for the others. Yeah. And, and it is for them. Yeah. You know? When he says that to Alex and to Rousseau, he, he means that. Yeah. So that's a season six thing, I think. Yeah, we don't, see the, we don't actually see the temple until season six. But they do mention it even in season three when they're... Yeah. And across the island. It gets after, alluded to. After New Otherton. So, yeah, it's, it's a long time coming. Yeah. I didn't realize it. You know what's funny, actually, is when I watched season six for the first time, because I, by that point I think I was watching them, like, week to week, um, I didn't even realize the temple had been mentioned. I was actually a little pissed off at the writing. I'm like, Where the fuck you guys, did this thing come from? Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> we're, like, three episodes out from shutting, like, this whole thing down, and now you've got this other station thing the temple the yeah <laughs> like what is wrong with you people and here here I am I have to eat some crow here as it's, it's been built up for the last few seasons you didn't have to you could not told anybody that no yeah. but it's, it's fun to share personal experiences you know yeah so the flashbacks are in like a weirdly short window what do you mean by that because it's before the the swan is or the uh, looking glass is destroyed yeah. Because otherwise Tom wouldn't have been able to get back. No. I don't remember exactly when this takes when the flashback takes place, but it's not very long after Michael and Walt have been gone. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, because they've only really been gone for like a month or two, yeah. right? The, the whole show is only over the course of whatever, 112 days or something, right? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Don't know what to say there. It all happens pretty quickly, I guess. Yeah, he gets back and then he gets immediately told he has to return. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he lands in America under yeah. a, a new assumed name, immediately tells his son that he murdered a few people, kid gets, you know, taken from him, and now he's going back on the freighter. It's yeah. quite the turnaround. Michael's done a lot of traveling, I guess. Yeah. The last little bit. Wow. It's all a blur. Um, I was going to ask who they got to play Young Walt. In that one scene where you see him up in the window. Because it's, it's not the original actor, right? I think it is, but they've like... I think it's an insert shot. I think they I think they used old footage of Walt. Oh, you think so? Okay. I okay. could be wrong, I don't know. Because he looked smaller than he did when he was taller Ghost Walt. 
Yeah, when he was like taller, <laughs> older Ghost Walt, he would he was built. He was a young man, yeah. you know. And this it was clearly like a, a kid in the window. So yeah, it could have been some some decent makeup or. Uh, and they didn't have him know. speak, so it might. No. It, it might be him. They just tricked us. Could be. Could be. I thought for sure they just found a sort of a you know close enough lookalike to play like Kid Walt. Like you put him in a big enough window and he'll look small. For true. sure, that's yeah. true. That's true. Doing some Lord of the Rings stuff there. Yeah, some forced perspective shit. Yeah. No, oh, fair enough. Honestly, I don't. I don't know. You don't know. Yeah, fair. <laughs> See, all the answers. <laughs> um, Michael off himself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have a note here. The typical America, some agitated dude walks into a store looking to buy a gun and bullets, and he gets it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah and the pawn shop owner's just like, sure, I'll give you a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, what a time to be alive. Dude's acting super shifty. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah super yeah. shifty. I don't want money. I need a gun <laughs> and bullets. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. You know red flags there, eh, Sean <laughs> Keep? I don't think I want your Korean watch that bad. No kidding. Yeesh. I did like the little scene where uh, where Lapidus and Michael meet on the deck. It's like those are two polar opposite characters. You have, like, the show's best character yeah. and the show's most terrible character. They're just <laughs> shooting the shit on the freighter deck. <laughs> but that was kind of, kind of neat. Frank just being mellow old Frank. Yeah. Sharing his conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> so Frank believes that we landed on the moon, which is it's nice. Today's society. Yeah. Yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> but doesn't believe that that's the real plane down in the Gulf, or the Gulf of New Mexico, or wherever they sunk it. Uh, uh, off the coast of Bali, I think. That's right. the one. Bali, man. Well, he's right on both counts, I guess. Yeah, he's just wrong that Widmore is trying to <laughs> find the real thing. <laughs> Poor gullible Frank. <laughs> uh, anything else decent happened in that episode? Uh, Said I wrote Said uh, blows Michael's cover. Yeah, that was I didn't understand the point of that. Yeah, I know that you don't like Michael, but I don't understand what you gain from outing him. Yeah, nothing really. Yeah, it doesn't benefit you at all. No, and really, it only helps the freighter people, which inevitably. Is not good for the uh, island people. Yeah, you'd think Sunny would have figured out by now that they are not the good guys. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you'd think he seems smarter than that. Yeah. He does seem to be kind of one step ahead. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It seemed like an odd move, but maybe he's just really pissed off at Michael and wanted to give him a. I was thinking about that both, though. Like, Like, he barely knew Libby and he didn't like Anna Lucia. No. So I don't understand. Like, yeah. He betrayed your group, sure, but but you've only been a group for like seventy days, yeah, or however long it's been. You don't you don't really owe them a lot of loyalty. No, know? I mean Not you left really. them all on the island. I'm just gonna ago. say <laughs> you're you're on the freighter now. You're like one short step from getting out of there. Like in my head, I would already be back home kicking it up with a brew. Yeah, you know? being like, on that boat. If the others had offered to. Let him live with Nadia. I'm pretty sure he would have taken it and betrayed the Losties. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I don't understand what the benefit is to to turning on Michael there. No, did not really and get it. Thought maybe had some insight to that, but no, no. no. It there was just seems no like reason a, for it. He's just mad at Michael. Is all I could come up with. Yeah, just giving him some rage. Yeah. Just but, rage quitting. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, that's 
I mean, Saeed is an emotional person. Yeah. yeah. They, they all kind of are. Many of them are, anyway. And Michael's a giant douche. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I can sort of understand it. And and they help the, he helped the people that Saeed sees as the, the bad guys. Yeah. So maybe it's about that. Yeah. But he didn't even say anything like, I'll tell you who this guy is if you do this. No, it's just like, this this is your fucking saboteur. Yeah. (laughs) Just throws him right under the bus. Yeah. Jeez. Which, I mean, fair enough, he is the guy. Yeah. Yeah, He is the saboteur, but that's for the benefit of the island, whether you believe it or not, Saeed. Yeah. (laughs) So, I did like that. You know, Michael has some internal conflict, you know, when Ben tells him to, to blow up the boat, basically, or Tom tells him to, I guess. Yeah. And he does have the briefcase full of C4. Yeah, and he takes the, and, the engine room. And yeah, and, and he's genuinely not really down for it after he meets some people, you know. And then one soldier dude is a dick to him, and all of a sudden out comes the bomb. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking you all out. But then, it's not even a real bomb. I'm thinking, this is getting a little too elaborate. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember not really liking that no. reveal the first time. It's like, why did you tell him to do this if you don't want him to do this? Right? Yeah. Like, why would you even risk that? Like, he's got to get it set up and work up the nerve to hit the button and blow them all up. Like, there's plenty of chance for someone to stumble by, see him, yeah. ask him what's in the case. Even, you know, how do you know that that crate isn't going to be, like, examined or checked before relinquishing it to... Yeah, which is surprising to me. I would th- I would think for sure on this secret mission they're going to inspect everyone's luggage. Yeah, you think, especially you, like that. Especially a mysterious package that he didn't know was coming. Yeah. Right? That <laughs> just package happened. came for you. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, and okay, we're searching that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. No, I mean... It, Maybe they did put it through some sort of, uh, you know... And then later he tells Minkowski, no one even knows I'm here. Yeah. So many red flags. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why'd you get a package? <laughs> no kidding. How did you get that? Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Sketchy, like, to the nines there. So, I don't know, that, yeah, it seemed a little a little overly complicated, but whatever. I'll, I'll let it... I'll give it a pass because it's <laughs> tough to write a story this complex. Yeah. Some things are going to have to be sacrificed. Some things are. So, but that was one scene, just didn't, didn't quite measure up. But what does measure up is that they brought back Cynthia Watros. Yep. For, I, I love that. For one scene. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I, the show does that often. These guys do a great job bringing back minor characters in much later seasons. Yeah. And, and they get them, and it's tasteful, and it's nice. You didn't have to do that, you know? You could have... Like I mentioned before, we're going to be seeing more of Eloise Hawking, and that's, like, Miss Hawking, the woman that talked to Desmond, she's coming back. Okay. In a couple episodes. Yeah. I don't know, it's... It's nice. It's nice to see that. They, they put in the effort. If I recall, Anna Lucia comes back for one scene in season six as well. Yep. Hmm. If I recall correctly as well as a few other characters from season one. Yes. So, I don't know, it's, it's nice that they pepper those in there. Especially when they don't have to. Yeah. When, well, they go through the trouble to do it. They, when a lot of shows wouldn't bother. No, again, you'd use, like you said, some, some stock audio or something and move on. Yeah, like most shows would have just used some audio from when Libby was alive. Yeah. And 
just have a, a silhouette approaching the bed. Yeah, exactly. Save on that. But but no, they brought her in, had her do her dialogue, and shot one scene, and then she's done. For a 20-second scene. <laughs> yeah. So, awesome. But that's doing it right. Yeah. You know? So it's fantastic to see. So, minus points for the overly complicated bomb scene, but plus points for... <laughs> For bringing back uh, Liddy. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> uh, all this, all this talk about Michael's guilt too—that'll be significant later on. Okay. Yeah. Per- personal guilt plays a major factor in the story later on. Michael's motivations. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, I also made a note that Libby is a ghost. Libby is a ghost. She's not a hallucination. She's a ghost. She's come back to haunt him from beyond the grave. <laughs> In service of the island. Yeah. And Jacob. Speaking of, like, servitude to the island, after the ridiculous bomb, fake bomb scene, Michael and Ben are having this conversation, and I can't exactly remember how it plays out now because I watched this late last night. I was half asleep. But he says something like, you know, are you willing to do, like, this for the island? As in, you know, blow up the freighter or kill the people on it? And Michael says, yes. And then Ben goes, then you're one of the good guys. And I'm thinking, you're telling like a multi, like a multi-murderer that he's one of the good guys just because he's going to be doing something to help the island. It seems like Ben's definition of good revolves around whether or not you service the island or not. That is good. basically his definition of good. Of good. <laughs> like everything he does, he thinks is good because it's in service of protecting the island. That's why he considers himself a good guy. And how does that work out for uh, for him at the end of the next episode? Not fantastic. I mean, in the end, it works out for him. I guess. In a very roundabout way. Very roundabout way. <laughs> anyway, we'll get there when we get there. But Yeah, uh, way, at the, way towards the end of season six. <laughs> at the end of this one, Carl gets shot. Danielle gets shot. Carl... Is, is dead, I think. Oh, yeah. Danielle comes back? No, Danielle is also dead. Oh, really? Both? Fully dead. Damn! I thought she came back for something. No. Okay. Fully dead. Fully dead. Well, there you go. <laughs> goodbye, Carl. Goodbye, Danielle. Yeah. It's nice knowing you two. I mean, we'll see her again in season five. True. True. <laughs> Not Carl, though. Carl's no, Carl's time. gone. Carl's time is ended. <laughs> it's been a slice. He was all right. I, I felt bad for Carl. He kind of just got roped into shenanigans. He seemed like he would just live a simple life, you know? Yeah, it sucked for him to be brought to the island by whoever the fuck his parents were. Right? Who, who were his parents? I don't think we ever know. No, I don't no. think so either. He's just there. <laughs> Possibly someone that the, the Losties killed, but I doubt it, or he might hold a grudge. Yeah, maybe. All right, well, so long, Carl. Episode 9, finally a good episode. Unless you guys have anything else for episode 8. Um, no, my, uh, my last note is that Danielle Island Commando goes down fast at Kimi's hand. Yeah. That's my last note for that episode. Yeah, she shuts her down. Like, like we said before, they're like, they're good episodes, but not a lot happens. Yeah. They're, they're acted real well, but there's not a lot to talk about. Absolutely. And really, the Michael episode is just fine as, as an episode. I just hate Michael so much. Yeah. (laughs) It's it, how I feel about Kate episodes sometimes. Yeah, like it brings the whole episode down. But <laughs> when you look at it objectively, you're right. They're well written, well acted. Everything is delivered as you would expect from 
the lost production. And I don't hate the actor that plays Michael. No, no, he's actually fantastic. I like him on Oz. He's real good on Oz. For sure. But on Lost, I fucking hate him. Yeah. <laughs> that means he's a good actor. Yes. Yeah, because he's he's able to make me like him and hate him yeah, exactly. in different shows. The same thing kind of with Kimi. I hate the actor on this show. Like, I hate that character, Kimi. But the actor is usually like a real nice, gentle guy. He's like a gentle giant. Yeah. Is what he plays. Oh, yeah? Okay. So, like, again, it's like... Does a good job. I like it. I hate him here. I, I enjoy his performance, but I hate the character. Yeah. Ah, it's always nice when actors can do that. Yeah. Okay, now we can talk about nine. Oh, yes! The shape Finally. of things to come. Finally! <laughs> the shape of pump to... No, wait. The shape of things to come. Sorry, that's a refused album. <laughs> um, so, now we get to play with time again a little bit, yeah. right? Right yeah. off the get-go. We have the doctor washing up on shore, throat slit inciting incident something has happened Daniel calls the freighter and they don't seem to know what the fuck he's talking about beautiful just beautiful so this is our third example that we were talking about before about objects being shifted back and forth yeah he's been shifted backwards in time he's dead before the before he's dead on the freighter so he's he's like Schrodinger's doctor he's both alive and dead oh really depending on where where you are if you're on the island he's dead if you're on the freighter he's alive that's messed at, up. At it that is. instance. Yeah. Yeah. And I do love, I don't know if it was like an, an Easter egg or whatever, but they did choose like the doctor to be involved in like the wibbly wobbly timey wimey episode. Yeah. So I was like, ah, maybe. Yeah, and and maybe. Daniel even alludes to that. Like your percept, like, like he talks about how uh, time is relative. Like yeah. when, is, when we are is kind of relative. Yeah, I love it so And Jack much. doesn't like that answer, but it's true. It's it is. true in this situation. Jack's it a sounds like bullshit. Guy. It sounds like bullshit, but it's correct. Yeah, yeah and like that had been confirmed with Daniel's little rocket experiment, right? Right. When it arrived like a half hour later than it should have. And the freighter, or the helicopter being missing for a day and a half. That as well. So, yeah, they play with time a little bit. Which is going to factor in more next season. And uh, we get more of that actually in this episode. Because uh, when Ben arrives... When he just pops up in Tunisia there, when he wakes up in the yeah. desert. That's uh, October 2005, so that's ten months after the the people leave on the freighter. Which means that Ben was effectively missing for ten months. Hmm. This is a little bit spoilery, because we, we won't see Ben leave until yeah. the finale. But. Oh. Yeah, so he wakes up in the desert in a parka. Breathes out frosty air. Yeah. yeah. Which you wouldn't expect in the Sahara Desert. Definitely not. And then he does ask for the date immediately. Yeah, as soon as he gets to that hotel. <laughs> and checks in under the name Moriarty, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's because perfect. Because he, he is an evil genius. Yeah. So I love that. So yeah, definitely indicates some sort of, you know, temporal event has yeah. occurred. Yeah, so whatever, whatever happens with Ben, he's skipped over some time. Definitely has. I like that Hurley and Sawyer were playing Risk and they're they're acting like this is big serious scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that's a nice that's a nice little misdirect. Yeah. It is. And it's a nice little break in it too. It's nice to see the guys having some fun. Yeah. Because we've gone through a lot of really like kind of serious episodes. I feel like the writers are really good at doing that. They'll like they'll build up tension for episodes and episodes and then they'll give you a little bit of relief. Yeah, a little bit of break, you know, it, it's nice. And this is also a pretty heavy episode overall, so it's nice to have that little... Yeah. little lull in it. Yeah. 
Even John Locke's having a good time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just sitting around playing Risk. Yeah. Or you say something like, Australia is the key to the whole game. Yeah. yeah, and for a long time, people thought that was a big clue. Oh, really? Oh, I bet. I bet. I was like, there must be more deeper meaning in that. But no, <laughs> it means no nothing. there's nothing. <laughs> it's, it's just, again, I think, the, I think the writers knew that people were going to run with that. So yeah. they, they just put in things like that to, to get people talking, even though they know it's bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, so what else? Uh, oh, yeah, then Ben goes to Iraq to uh, visit Saeed. So Saeed has already gone <laughs> off the island, yeah. found his girlfriend, married her, yeah. and then she's died. Yeah. You know, so, in like uh, 10 it, months. Yeah, so it, it, it does <laughs> indicate that when we see Ben sort of wake up in the desert, that time has passed, a yeah. fair amount of it. Things have happened in his uh, absence. Definitely. So... Ben's getting up to speed and then recruits Saeed to be his assassin, as we saw, I think, in episode one or two. Sorry, I was I zoned out for just a split second. What did you say? Saeed <laughs> assassinating people. Ben. Oh yes, yes. This ben. was this is the setup for that episode. Yes. Yeah. So, th- but that was back in episode like two, three, something like that. Uh, he was stitching them up or something. Eh? Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Saeed was, yeah. was the economist. What the fuck episode was that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that the one before Eggtown? Could be. Yeah, that was uh, episode three of the season. There you go. So it's nice that, I guess, episode nine sets up episode three. Yeah. Sure. Why? why well, the, the setup from episode three is already paid off in episode nine. Yeah. The answers are coming faster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very true, very true. How did Saeed end up working for Ben? We find out no. six episodes later. That's pretty good, actually. That's better than when we were in season one. I'm like, you have to wait till season six. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Very true. All very true. A lot of uh, decent payoffs, I would say, come this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some, like, there's some real good stuff coming up in the next five episodes. Yeah. Get excited. Get excited. Leading into the finale is always super exciting for the show. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because really crazy shit starts happening. Oh, again, like, I hate to use the car metaphors, but every finale, it's like they just keep shifting gears up and up, and it gets more ridiculous, more deep, more <laughs> intricate, but yet they still make it make sense within the confines it's still of the show. Narrative. Yeah. So Although people will argue about something in season six, but we'll oh, we'll, get, we'll get we'll get there. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it. But <laughs> writing, top notch. I think I say that almost every episode like every cast we do here. Yeah. But writing is top notch. I don't know how you begin writing a show like this. I don't even want to think about no, it. No, it hurts my head. Now, do we do we believe that Saeed's wife was murdered? Do we believe that Nadia was murdered? Or is Ben, is ben fucking with him? What do you think, Derek? Because that guy, that guy does work for Widmore. Yeah. He reacts when Ben tells him his name. Yeah. But do we think that he actually killed Saeed's wife? Because he said he was picked up on a speeding camera like three blocks away from... The, the murder scene or the accident. But we also know that life. Ben lies to get what he wants. That's exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. So did he just find that and then create this narrative? Or did he just find him on a traffic camera somewhere, told Saeed that it happened three blocks from yeah. where she died? Yeah, that could be it too, right? Like, who knows? Did, yeah. did Saeed, or did uh, Ben hire someone to snap that photo? I mean, he's got everyone under surveillance. Yeah. Yeah. Although, to be fair, that's when Ben was missing. True, true. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the point is it doesn't 
really matter one way or the other. What matters is that Saeed starts murdering for Ben. Yeah. He's yeah, made we, his choice. And, and we see that thing again where Ben tricks someone into thinking that it's their idea. Oh. Just like, just like Locke blowing up the sub. Ben wanted him to do it, but he let Locke think that it was his idea. <laughs> Same thing here. Saeed offers to work for him, and Ben's like, no, no, you, you did your thing. Yeah. You, go, you go do your thing now. And then as Ben's walking away after Saeed's like, no, I'm fucking killing people for you. Yeah. Ben just has this Smurf shitty yeah, and yeah, face tell, yeah. away. It's like, I like, got him. I got him. Yeah. <laughs> ben is a master manipulator. Sometimes. Sometimes. He, uh, he really didn't... Uh, he really miscalculated when he was talking to Kimi. Did he ever? Big time. Because <laughs> he clearly did not want Alex to die. No. How brutal was that, though? The last thing she hears is that her dad like effectively disowns her. Yeah. Said that he doesn't give a shit about her. Yeah. Wow. I ever glad for that risk scene earlier on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just went back and watched that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the shit got heavy for yeah. me. That got really heavy. That was one of the more brutal, like, death scenes. And Ben, like, Michael Emerson is such a good actor. Like, in that scene, he's amazing. He's, he's like, very good. on the verge of tears, but he can't he can't let himself cry and yeah. look in front of the his captors. He's great with subtle emotion. Yeah. Like, he has amazing command of his, his the muscles around his eyes and mouth. Like, I don't know how you train for that. Just a lot of experience. How you well up with tears, but don't let a single one drop. Yeah. You know, it's pretty pretty incredible, really. The amount of of emotion you can convey with just subtle changes to your face. I don't think Ben has horrible eyes. I think Whitmore's just a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at me with those horrible eyes. <laughs> they are kind of buggy. They are, but they're very expressive. Very, very expressive. So. Yeah, definitely miscalculated, though. He's usually got things under control. Not this time. I was expecting something to happen, but not that. Yeah. Not her getting shot. Like, like just straight up. Yeah. No hesitation, just bang. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, you don't care about her? Boom. Yeah. I, guess, oh. I guess she's useless to us now. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess he fucked that up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes to his secret room in his secret room. Yeah. And there's hieroglyphs written on that door. And uh, par- according to Lostpedia, the, it, uh, it reads, to summon protection. So he did summon the smoke monster when he went in there. But it's kind of working on it. It, it. it wants Ben alive. Yeah. Ben is part of his plan. In a previous season, was a smoke monster not referred to as a security system? Yes. It, it's, uh, I think they... I think it's referred to that on the blast map, blast door map. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I remember someone. Oh, Danielle. Danielle. Danielle called it security. Oh yeah. Security system. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Mm. Anyway, so it. She's not wrong. No. Right? <clears throat> no, she is. Weirdly, one hundred percent right. Yeah. So it's it's funny <laughs> that like they they tie it back to that like sort of a almost a throwaway line. Yeah. Because we're still not sure what the smoke monster is, right? But now. It, Appears that it can be summoned and controlled to an, an extent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if control is the right word. No, yeah. You can you can call it if you need to. Yeah. Like a rabid dog, sort of. <laughs> well, on the blast door map, it is referred to as a server system. So, which is yeah. the dog that guarded hell. Right. Or Hades. 
Uh, Where am I even? Well, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to jam on the whole death thing a little little while longer. All right, sure. Um, does anyone feel that Ben really had a choice during that encounter? Like, it seems to be he knows his job overall is to protect the island. He goes to great lengths to do that. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I'm sure he'd like to protect his daughter, but does anyone else feel that that was a no-win scenario? I don't think they would have let Alex live even if he had surrendered himself. Yeah. I think it would have been bad for everyone if he had turned himself over because they don't they have no interest in keeping anyone alive. You can't trust Keeney. No. No. Guy's a dick. So I feel bad for Ben. You know, it's not too often I feel bad for Ben, but like knowing how his character resolves, it I don't know. It's poor bastard, you know, yeah. that's a brutal choice to have to make. And he's come up rough, like what we see on the island is only a small part of his life for Yeah. All his all, when he was growing up, his life was rough. Growing up with his alcoholic, abusive dad and all that. It's kind of understandable that he's a manipulative asshole as an adult. <laughs> you know what? Absolutely. Absolutely. I did note, note that uh, Claire somehow survives her house exploding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. House takes a hit from an RPG. She just sort of like stumbles out like ten minutes later. I had to chop that up to the... Michael effect? Sure. The island isn't ready to let her die. Yeah, the island needs her to live for a little bit longer. Even in the most (laughs) implausible scenario possible. (laughs) My house was exploded and I just ended up in the back porch. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That was was great. Good job, Claire. Good job not dying like Sawyer thought you did. Yeah. I like how they basically made plot armor part of the plot. Yeah. You Certain characters aren't allowed to die That's because right. they have to stay alive. Yeah. So they have to do stuff later on, and we're just going to own that. you got to give them balls for doing that. Yeah. It's not too often. Like, in The Walking Dead, most of the major characters have plot armor just because if they kill them, they lose huge portions of the audience. Of course. And this, they keep them alive for the sake of the story. But they work into the story a mechanism that does that. Yeah. Pretty something. I don't know. Hurts my brain to think of it a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. Like when I was explaining that uh, that police procedural to you earlier. E- exactly. A little, little too meta for me. I started watching <laughs> it. I'll, I'll t- tell you about it after. It's, yeah. it's a show called Comrade Detective, but I'll, I'll tell you more about it later. All right. It takes too long. It's, I'm not going to get into it here. No, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. <clears throat> but everyone watch it because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'll start. I'll give it a go. See how it goes. Uh, are we... Uh, are we done with the, the Alex's death talk? Or? Yeah, I mean, mostly. Ben mentions that someone changed the rules on him. We don't really know what that's all about yet. Although it's sort of alluded to at the end, I suppose. Yeah, because doesn't he say that to Whitmore? Yeah. When he's in his room? It does. Yeah. So then that, I mean, this will be a great segue to that scene. I mean, it, it begs the question, how does Ben know Charles? How does Charles know yeah. Ben? Was it some sort of gentleman's agreement that they had, like not to involve each other's families? Who said there were rules in war? I mean, it, yeah, really. This will become clear in season five. We will we will make sure to clear up this situation. Okay. Five. So it it is neat. Yeah. Because as far as we know, Ben and Charles don't know each other like directly right. up until this scene. Yeah, we've never seen them interact. No, like they know that they're sort of at war with one another, but it turns out that they, they may have history together. So. You know, kind of deepens both of their characters' motivations as well. 
And if I recall, those scenes with Widmore are one of two scenes that are filmed outside of Hawaii. They actually went to London because he was, I believe he was working on Spamalot, the, the stage play. Oh, really? So he couldn't leave and go to Hawaii for this, so they, they flew Michael Emerson to, to London to film with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of two scenes in the show that are ever filmed outside of Hawaii. That's pretty neat. Yeah. That's crazy. They filmed it all in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, they do a real good job making it look like other places. Yeah. Like the, the Sahara Desert, like that was pretty clearly a green screen in the background, but yeah. they did a decent job. They yeah. definitely did. It was certainly believable. Same thing with Jin running around wherever he was running around there. Yeah, somewhere in Korea. Hong Kong or, yeah, whatever. Somewhere in Korea <laughs> looking for a panda. <laughs> looking for a panda. But that, that's all Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, like, set dressers do a great job, too. They really do. Expert set, them, set dressing. Gotta mm-hmm. give them props. Yeah, production values for this show are, like, second to none. They really are. And back in a day where I know, like, digital effects and everything were sort of up and coming, becoming more, like, mainstream, but a lot of stuff is still done analog with actual sets, not, like you said, just backdrops and whatnot. So takes a huge amount of time and commitment to produce that level, right? And the smoke monster looked real good this episode. Yeah. He did! I was going to actually mention that. So people were asking when this episode came out, okay, so the, the smoke monster flew over the house, why well, couldn't fly over the fence? I'm like, if you actually go back and watch, it makes contact with the top of the house, while the back part of it is still on the ground. So it like can go up and over, but it has to touch the thing, and then it goes down the ground. So it's, it can't just go directly over things. It can't uh-huh. actually fly. It just looks something approximate to flying. Yeah, it's more like a snake, right? Yeah, it's kind of... Hmm. snake can go up and over a rock, but it doesn't jump. Yeah. The snake never becomes airborne. <laughs> well, there are snakes that do jump from tree to tree, okay, but this, this is not that 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 yeah. Well, let's not get technical here. Well, actually... Yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> technically... <laughs> Okay, I'll stop my pen entry. <laughs> yeah, most of my notes revolve around the, their escape from the, the barracks. Which are? Well, like, we've already talked about most of it. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, Kimi's a bad and dangerous man. Uh, ben didn't believe Kimi would kill Alex and was thinking his what? I think you gotta pay more attention taking notes, oh, buddy. <laughs> lying. Lying about her <laughs> meaning nothing to him. My my uh, L-Y looks like an H. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think the rules were that family were off limits. Yeah, that's what Seems I... Seems like it would be, eh? That's sort of what I, I got from that, not exactly remembering what the rules were, but... But there is another potential answer that we will be able to get to later in Season 5. And Ben does mention, or Charles mentions, that they can't kill one another. Yeah, they're, for whatever reason, they're not allowed to kill for each other. For whatever reason, they are not allowed to kill each other. Otherwise, I mean, Ben just snuck into his apartment yeah. and just shoot him dead yeah. and called yeah. it a day. Yeah, he could have shot him very easily while he was sleeping. So it does imply that there are rules set out by somebody, whether it's them or not, that you know prevent them from doing certain actions. But whatever that rule is, is different from the family's off-limits rule, yep, because clearly. Ben's going to go after Penny now. Yeah. Mm. Which isn't going to be happy times for Desmond. No, no. definitely not. 
the typical stuff we've already, already yeah. touched on. Yeah. The only other thing I kind of have here that we sort of already know or have already spoken about, but Dan Faraday does confirm that they were never sent there to actually rescue the Losties. Yeah. They never had any intention of taking them off the island. Which he already basically told us when he said, can't, I can't say it's our primary goal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It does sort of imply that it may be their secondary goal once their primary goal has been achieved, but he straight up says that they were never going to do it. Yeah, that's not what we're here for. No. So yeah. when Ben mentioned many episodes ago at the end of last season, said that they're coming to kill you all, it's not wrong. It's sounding more and more correct. Sounding more and more correct. And with the, the mercenaries' attack on the barracks, it seems pretty clear they don't have any interest in bringing... Like rescuing anybody. Definitely right. not. Blowing up houses with RPGs and whatnot. And again, Killing you get the old... just coming out of their house. Yeah. The old misdirection is they, they land the science team and you're thinking, oh, well, as if these guys are going to yeah, kill no. everybody. What you Obviously, Ben's lying. And then halfway through the next season... Get introduced oh, to by the, the way, they also came up with an entire army. <laughs> Who are um, mostly gone now because thanks to the smoke monster. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. I think maybe three or four of the mercs have survived. Yeah. I know Kimi and Omar, I'm pretty sure, have survived, but I'm not sure about the others. I don't know who Omar is, but I'm sure he's not. Omar is the bald guy that he was oh, shooting clay shoot. pigeons with. Right, right. Yeah, again, I haven't watched the later seasons in a long time, so I think I, I know the overarching story, but a lot of the details are, are lost. And I think they've referred so. to him by name once. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> I don't expect you to know the, those kinds of names. It's all good. Just know that I'm going to be asking you. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. I noted that Sawyer has had a pretty big shift in character. He's very protective of his friends now. That's yeah. Right, yeah. He's Still off up for of, Hurley. Uh, he's off of Team Locke now. Yeah. He's back to the beach. Yeah. Everyone's off Team Locke, aren't he's they? He's like, you're not, you're not taking Hurley yeah. with you. No. <laughs> and then Hurley, the peacemaker, is like, I'll go with him. It's fine. Yeah. I'll catch up with you. Off go. to the cabin. And that, uh, that group leaving is going to have something interesting happen to them next episode. Which I'm very excited for. Uh, my last note is that Widmore and Ben are both self-important assholes. Yeah, big time. It's all about them. It is. Yeah. But you know what? It kind of is, actually, though. Like, it, ki- it not only kind of is, but now at least Charles sort of has a more personal motivation as opposed to, you know, big corporate guy just wanting to exploit things for profit. Just although, being a dick to Desmond for no reason. Yeah, like, although that, that <laughs> is still his ultimate goal, for sure, but... To be a dick to Desmond? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what, listen, That's what's what his point? life is all about. Dude, what's the point in having a daughter if you can't be a dick to their boyfriends and husbands or whatever? Okay. Well, I mean, Gary's not like that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's a good dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Gary's a much better dude than Charles Whitmore. Definitely. I feel bad even making that comparison. Yeah, no kidding. Sorry, Gary. It's not what I was getting at. <laughs> to even mention those two people in the same sentence is no, wrong. Definitely. Seems wrong, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, so it can be fun, I guess, if you have a daughter to slap the boyfriends around. It's, you, know, you have to take some sort of entertainment in that. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a good person, I don't think, so <laughs> that would be high on my list of things to do. <laughs> Just fuck with your, yeah, fuck with your daughter's of course. significant other? Yeah, duh. But uh, that's just me, I guess. I mean, whatever. Yeah, to each their own. You are who you are. At least you own it. And at least Charles Woodmore now has more personal motivation, adding to his character. Yeah, and we get, a, we get a, like a little more connection to the island. Yeah. 
because but like I said up to this point he's been like sort of faceless corporate guy just wanting all them dollars so oh, this island can cure cancer can't wait to make money off that and if it weren't for us telling Derek all about it he wouldn't this would have been the episode that connects way more to the island finally yes confirmed because we've been talking about this forever and spoiling it for you but for audiences at the time, this was their first. What? <laughs> true, true. You need some light spoilers, I think, with the show just to keep it all all straight. Well, I think it's yeah. I think yeah. it's we try to do minor spoilers where we prepare you for something. Yeah. Instead of straight up spoiling it, where we tell you exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Like keep this in mind. Yeah. But you know what? With a show like this, if you don't want to have to bother going back and watching it over a second time then some helpful hints along the way is not exactly a terrible thing to have. It's nice to know what to pay attention to. Yeah, because yeah. there is a, a lot. You know, there's a lot to pay attention to, and there's yeah, a lot to dismiss. That's right, exactly. And you never know, that's when right. you're in the middle of it, what's what you need to know and yeah. what you can forget. I'd be a terrible detective. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually detectives are observant and, like, have yeah. good memories. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Again, didn't even think the temple was mentioned at all before. <laughs> Yelling at the screen, cursing Lindelof's name. What are you doing? What is this? Cut this out. Sure, it's been. been it's funny too because you still like the show, even though you were mad at the end. Yeah, no, six. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, at least it was at the end. Yeah, yeah. She did, she did good. Yeah, she did not bad. All right, so crop a lot of that out. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, this is a relatively short episode, actually. Yeah, yeah we, we blew through it pretty quickly. Yeah. That, that's good, though. Because there's going to be a lot to talk about in the next two, and then in the finale, there's going to be a lot to talk about, too. Definitely. So, so we'll uh, keep this one fairly short. Yeah. Adios, amigos. Ciao, peeps. See you See next ya. week. This has been Welcome to Planet Bob. If you know any shows or movies you think we should discuss, find me on Twitter, at King of Bob. That's at King underscore of underscore Bob. And Derek, you can find me... At Lars M on Twitter, L A R Z M. And this is Sarah. I'm on Tumblr at Welcome to Planet Bob. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Welcome to Planet Bob. Thanks for listening to our show, and we hope you tune in next week.